Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name's Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guest today is many things. A Grammy-winning singer, an actor, an Emmy Award-winning TV personality, and perhaps most famously, a piano virtuoso. Though if you call him that to his face, he'll charmingly try to deny it. For over 35 years, his chart-topping musical explorations have helped popularize jazz titans, many from his beloved hometown of New Orleans, and introduced the great American songbook to a whole new generation. After decades of dazzling millions with his skills on the keys, he's here to let fans in on the fun of playing piano. Play being the operative word. On March 29th, he's launching Piano Party, an online course designed to teach the basics of piano through lessons he's learned over the course of his legendary career. Consisting of nine on-demand videos, plus two interactive live sessions, the Piano Party courses are meant for all ages and skill levels. So please don't be intimidated by all the Grammys. All are welcome. The only requirement is that you want to learn and you want to have a good time. So if you've been thinking about taking up the piano, now's your chance to learn from one of the best. It's never too late. Give it a shot. The Piano Party Project is part of his new metaverse platform he calls the Neutral Ground. It's an online community designed to connect his fans and share in his passion for music, food, and family. We talked about that, a little bit of New Orleans jazz, his songwriting techniques, and his latest album, Alone With My Faith, recorded completely solo during the pandemic lockdown. I'm so happy to welcome Mr. Harry Connick Jr. I hope you enjoy our conversation. 
When I was first getting into music, I really wanted to play jazz piano so badly. I mean, the Cole Porter stuff, Rodgers and Hart, the Gershwins. And I can play chords and mess around a little bit, but but nothing flashy. And I'm so happy to talk to you today because I feel like there's this conception out there, a misconception, I should say, that if you don't start training for this when you're four or five years old, like you and Mozart, it's too late for you. You're never going to do it. Hold on a second. There's a profound flaw in your conversation with me that we need to address. You What's can't that? just lump me in with Mozart <laughs> right off the bat. I mean, seriously, man, that's like talk about high expectations. You, well, you both started as what, like age four, age five, the right? Only similarity, but I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's something I feel like a lot of people think that if they don't start really, really early, it's too late for them. They're never going to get it. So why bother? And that's what I think is so cool about this Piano Party project, because it really, it, it's so inclusive and it's so for everybody. So I, I, it, you're here to tell me that that is a, that misconception, uh, really, uh, we should all put that aside. Yeah, it's really true. Um, I think that we all have some type of innate musical talent. And and I think it's different for everyone. I mean, some people say, oh, I can never play because I'm tone deaf or I can never play because I can't, you know, make my hands work together at the same time or whatever the reasons that they think they can't play. Yet at the same time, I think we're all moved to, um, to music in in some way. It's almost like I, I would love to be a football player and I don't have the natural ability to, ever be a football player and I'm too old to ever have those dreams come true, but I like throwing a ball around and that's really fun. So, uh, you know, the whole idea behind piano party was let's just find some, some easier ways to get this information to people. That's not quite as um, intimidating and, and maybe try to try to convey some things that like, I, I never thought about this. Like when I look, when I look at a piano keyboard, I don't, I don't see 88 keys. I see these 12 keys that repeat. And that's so basic. And I, I don't think about it anymore. But a lot of people say, oh, there's so many keys. So the very first episode is there's really only 12 and they repeat. And if you can just kind of learn those 12, which takes about 30 seconds, then you can, oh, that's how the piano works. And it just, I think it makes it more accessible. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's for for listeners, it's a series of nine videos that bring the basics of piano to life. And I just think it's such a cool way to give back to fans and empower them because after years of listening to you and getting all this joy from you and your music, it's kind of returning the favor and saying, you know what, you can do this too. I think it's such a cool way to put the power in listeners' hands. It's such a great... I, th- I think it's neat, man. And I, and I appreciate that. And, and you know, the, I've, I've spent time talking to people, like, for example, when I talk to my kids and I explain to them just the most basic stuff, it changes the way they listen to music and it, it opens up a whole different world. And, and I think, you know, scientifically, we know that, you know, music and exposure to music and understanding music can, can is good for you. It's just good for your brain. So, you know, if I can help, um, you know, expose people to that, that, that's really what this is all about. It's not about, you know, p- people need to know this isn't me like playing some real complicated New Orleans piano and showing you how to do it. Maybe at some point, this is about, you know, what are these black and white keys and how do they function? And it's a, it's a very basic course that also includes stuff about my personal history. And I show off a bunch of my keyboards that I have. So it's, it's really fun. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, I feel like fun is the operative word here. I mean, it's sharing the joy of music. I mean, it, I feel like there's such a, 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 a prevalent thought of, well, if you can't, you know, get paid to go do it up on stage, then why bother? And it's, well, it's fun. It's fun. It's, it's, it's it joyful. Is. And you know what else, Jordan, is um, this, this is the first thing I've ever seen that really exists in the metaverse. And a lot of people get freaked out by the term metaverse because they're thinking, you know, virtual reality goggles or augmented reality, but really the metaverse is just about being immersive on a different level. So every 10th episode of Piano Party is people who buy the premium package can get together and we hang out and, and, and it's like the, it's like I have a bunch of students and we're all getting together and talking about what we learned. And it's, it's, it's just a way of connecting in a different way that I haven't seen before. Oh, I was going to say that is one of the coolest parts to me because I feel like, you know, you can sit in your room and you can learn the notes and you can you can get the song down, but actually playing with other people is a whole other ball game. And yeah, you know, I, I played in bands and things. I practice alone in my room, and then as soon as you get into a room with the other people, it can be tough to gel. And I feel like in in lessons and tutorials, that's a, a part that's really absent in the teaching process of learning how to listen to other people and engage with them musically. So I love that there's this engaging part of it right there too. Oh, I'm I'm glad. I, I'm because it, that's that's really fun for me. And again, it's you know it, this isn't some uh, you know really high level you know competitive pianistic uh, series. It's 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 really about having a good time and, you know, just a, I had to think like, like if I want to study painting, like, I, I don't even know, like the bit, like what, what, wait, what do you mean there's a difference between acrylics and or like, you know, like, I mean, I go <laughs> way back to the beginning and it's actually good for me too. Cause I'm talking about things I haven't thought about in a while. And I just want to help, you know, maybe bring people together through music, which is, I think ultimately going to be a good thing. Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's an incredible project. Now, I it, it made me think about my early days learning music, too. And I was thinking everybody, when they're starting out on an instrument, has that first song that they learn where they impress themselves in a way. It goes from doing scales and exercises to, oh, my gosh, this is fun. I can express myself. Do you remember that moment? Do you remember the first piece of music that you learned that you were really proud of that got you going? When the Saints Go Marching In. That was yeah. a big one for me. I was a kid. But you said something that's really interesting. When people learn how to play their first song, Everybody learns how to play a song. And what I want to try to do is if you understand a few of the basic fundamentals, you'll be able to play whatever you want. It, going back to the painting analogy, if somebody teaches you how to draw a face, you'll draw that face a hundred times. You just keep drawing faces. But if somebody teaches you how to draw, you can draw whatever you want. And I want to teach people the basic fundamentals of music so they can pick songs out on their own and because not everybody wants to play the same thing. I mean, you might want to play an Adele song. Somebody might want to play a Cole Porter song, whatever it is. If you learn just some really basic fundamentals, I, literally anyone can in time start to figure out things on their own. And that's, that's what I think is good for your brain is, is, you know, the eye hand coordination, the stimulation from these sounds and learning how to play chords. So yeah, I'll show you how to play some songs, but it's, it's a lot more than that. And you're you're passing on all this knowledge to all these people. Who were some of your teachers? You've had some incredible names. I mean, James Booker uh, among them. I mean, just so many. Who are some of the people that either personally or either just even just listening to their music made you uh, want to pursue music? Well, a guy like James Booker. I mean, he was a teacher in a in an extremely unorthodox way. I mean, he he wasn't 
James Booker, for your for your listeners and viewers who may not know, was an, probably the greatest piano player to ever come out of New Orleans. But he he was a unique player. Like nobody ever played like him. So if you wanted to play like him, you had to ask him. And I don't know how many people asked him. I, you know, maybe I don't know anyone who asked him, but I did when I was younger and he showed me how to play some things. But he wasn't a teacher in the way that, say, Ellis Marsalis was, who was another teacher of mine who was, you know, a real intellectual, a real academic and and was great at sort of breaking things down. But these are like super high level teachers. So the things that I'm doing in Piano Party are not those things yet. They're, they're, they're very, very basic things. But like if you listen to Errol Garner play the piano, if you don't want to go sit at a piano and, you know, or tap your feet after hearing that, I mean, it's just incredible. But then I, I listened to Freddie Mercury play the, the, the introduction to Death on Two Legs. And <laughs> I just, I love, I love that. You know, it's not, that's not hard. You listen to Billy Joel or Elton John and those people or, or um, Stevie or Ray Charles. And it's just these are all people that, you know, make me smile when I hear different ways of playing the, the piano, different keyboards. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic, oracle.com slash strategic.
I mean, you're, you're from New Orleans. There are so many incredible people. I mean, you mentioned them. I mean, you got Jelly Roll Martin, Professor Longhair. I mean, such an incredible convergence of, of influences. I'm always fascinated by what makes someone go from being a performer who plays other people's music to making the jump into being a writer. I mean, me as an example, but I'm sure a lot of people that are going to be learning on your on your piano party courses, um, they'll learn the basics. And at some point, some of them will want to make the jump into writing their own music. Um, I've never done that yet. I've never felt able to use music to, to communicate. But I wanted to ask you, how did you make the jump from performer to writer? Listen, you listen, by the time we finish talking, you're going to be inspired to go start writing because it's Man, I've tried. No, no, no. Dig this. A lot of people think of writing as I want to go write a song or I want to write a novel or I want to go, you know, write a screenplay. And I always tell them, don't don't think about any of that. Just start putting ideas down. And eventually the form of whatever you're trying to write is going to sort of start to assemble itself. You have to give yourself something to edit. But a lot a lot of people get sort of daunted by the notion of writing a song. Because when you think of a song, whatever that song form is, if you're, if you're Cole Porter, you're probably writing A-A-B-A song. If you're a pop writer, you might write in, you know, verse, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, or whatever the form. That, that, can, that can really turn people off. But if, if you and I are talking and you think, I want to write a song about conversation. Okay, conversation, hanging out, talking, you know, before you know it, something will start to emerge to which you can then edit. So I don't know specifically when that process happened for me. I guess I was pretty young, like nine or 10 when I started kind of putting ideas down. But whether it's lyrics or melodies or a painting, just start. Just start. A good buddy of mine for 15 years said, I want to write a mystery novel. And he's never done it because he he's trying to write a novel as opposed to express himself, you know, with a sentence here, a word there, an idea there. And I'm telling you, if you're passionate enough to want to do it, it's just a matter of giving yourself something to edit. That is a great message. I mean, that was, I mean, a lot of people are intimidated to start the piano, as you mentioned earlier, 88 keys, that's a lot of keys, but you're approaching it in this really accessible logical way to break it down and demystify it and make it something that's more accessible. And then the next step from learning to play is learning to express yourself with your own ideas. And I think that's such a cool, cool way to and, pass and that also, along. Also, if it, yeah, you're right. And, and it, 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 I'm going on Instagram and, and search for piano. You, the, the level of virtuosity that exists out there right now, you talk about intimidating to somebody who's just starting out. There's there's kids like literally children that are playing so much so fast you know there one video i saw this this young woman sitting in the closet playing john coltrane solos and octaves like upside down like insane amounts of virtuosity that's not what this is this this isn't a competition this isn't about you know i look how much i know this is hey hold my hand let's start at step one and let's Look at what's going on in the world right now. This is a crazy, very sad and turbulent, confusing time. This is is designed to give us some peace, to bring us together um, when we have some control over that. We we don't have control over everything, but we do have control over how we're going to spend our time. And, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you know, watching this, learning a little bit, sharing stories. And then at the end, 
seeing a bunch of people. I did a on this platform, I have Neutral Ground on which the piano party exists. We did our first um, Discord meeting and the person that was running it did a a Zoom link. And all of a sudden I'm talking to, you know, 50 people and it just, you know, it brings us together. And I, th- I think that's what we need right now. Oh, absolutely. You could say that again. I mean, I, I noticed that that play seems to be the operative word. I, mean, I know your your most recent tour was Time to Play and this is Piano Party. It, it, it's, it seems to be focusing on, you know, what we need right now, which is something joyful. I mean, it's the, it's to me, it's that basic. I mean, yeah. again, it, it is such a confusing time and we, we're going to our third year of COVID. I mean, I think everybody could agree we're, you know, hopefully nearing the end and it's definitely not as as acute as it was. But, you know, it seems like just as we're going through that, we're hearing all of this nightmarish news come out of Ukraine. And, you know, it's just a sad time, you know, and, and I, I would like to try to create something where we could get a respite from that. We could, we can enjoy one another, learn from one another, um, celebrate our common humanity, but um, also celebrate our diversity at the same time. Um, and realize that we're we're human beings. We all love each other, and you know, let's let's try to, you know, get get through this crazy life together. That is well said. I, I the last two years has been transformative for all of us for in so many ways. Uh, maybe some good, mostly bad. But um, has it changed your relationship to music in any way? It it has um, in. Uh, in the sense that like the way I record has changed because, you know, especially right at the very beginning of the pandemic, you know, you couldn't go out of your house. At least, you know, I was one of the fortunate ones who was able to stay at home. When I think about all of the men and women who were out there on the front lines, you know, providing as much semblance of normalcy for the rest of us as they could. I feel very fortunate to have been one of the ones who was able to kind of stay home um, and, you know, I was, there was nobody here, you know, it's not like you had a recording engineer or another musician. So, you know, I started doing a lot more recording by myself, which I've always done, but this was like a lot. And, um, you know, it's, and like you were saying before, like, you know, playing by yourself is a lot different than playing with other people. And, And when you're, when you're by yourself, you, you, you have no distraction. So it sort of forces you to if you feel like it, you know, work on the things that you need to work on. So yeah, it, it affected me musically, I think. I mean, the the songs and the sessions you're talking about, Alone With My Faith, earned you a, a Grammy nomination for Best Roots Gospel Album. Uh, and you quite literally played everything on your own, engineered it yourself, produced it yourself. Were you, did you intentionally set out to make a record when you were doing that? Or was that purely he, like healing for you? Yeah, it was healing for me because this, this, may be hard to understand but music it, I, I, I just it's just what I do it's all it's all I do it's like breathing so I never really think about it like if I go fishing I go fishing because it's fun to relax like I never like really sit around at home and like play for my own enjoyment it's just it's just so much a part of me that I don't ever think of it like that but I found myself thinking about my faith a lot and to be quite honest, sometimes my faith was really, really, really strong during, especially the first few months of the pandemic. And sometimes I'd question things and I I found myself thinking about gospel music and, you know, 
I would sit down and play Amazing Grace because it made me feel good. I've never done that before. I would play Amazing Grace to make other people feel good. And I felt good as a result of it. But I was actually functionally playing this music to help me cope with things over which I had no control. And then I would play another song. Before I knew it, I'm like, well, let me write a song about how I'm feeling. And then I had it. I'm like, let me just press record. And, you know, I, I recorded the whole album. I played you know, all these keyboards and trumpets and trombones and basses and everything else. And it took about eight months, but it was highly therapeutic. It was really a fun process. I I don't know the answer to this question, but I, I'm so fascinated by, by the, the healing properties of music. I mean, it's something that's able to bring comfort and solace to so many, including ourselves when we make it. And I can't for the life of me figure out why. What is it about music that makes it such an effective conduit of, of emotion and healing? I, I'd love to hear your thoughts and insights on what is it about music that, that makes it just makes it filled with such emotion that can really just touch us in so many deep ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it really is incredible. And, and, my sister is a psychiatrist and I asked her once, I said, do you find yourself like in social contexts, like analyzing people without even realizing <laughs> it? She goes, no, not really. And she goes, do you find yourself analyzing music, you know, in, in at a restaurant? And, and I, I don't. And, and for somebody like me, you know, who's so deeply immersed in the technical part of music, it's equally as bereft of technique and complete emotion as it is super technical. So I can start crying when I hear a piece of music. Doesn't matter if it's good or bad, whatever. It's like, and your question is why, why, why does that affect you? And I don't know, man. It's just, it's like, you know, art takes over where any kind of rational articulation stops. And I think it's a gift from God. And, um, I don't know. There's a, there's a guy named Dr. David Eagleman who has this series called Brain. I think it's, it's like a six-part documentary on Apple TV or something. And I watched that and, he, and he, he deals with that a little bit about, you know, what is it? Like what is actually happening in our brains? And in a way I want to know, in a way I kind of don't want to know because, you know, it, it, it's like I talked about that piano introduction to death on two legs when Freddie Mercury starts playing and it just overwhelms me. It just gives me a certain kind of feeling. And I wish I knew why I just, I feel so lucky to be able to be a person who can potentially make someone feel something with music that, that, that is like something I'm so grateful for. I mean, it's like, seeing an amazing magic trick. You'd almost don't want to hear how the trick is done. You don't want to learn how that part's played because you just want it to exist as this thing that... It's, it's amazing you said that because um, I had a, a daytime talk show for a couple of years and every once in a while we would have like a mentalist or a magician come on and they always, they meaning the producers, wanted me to know, you know, what was happening. So I, I said, I don't want to know that. I believe in that stuff. Yeah. You know, like the time... Lior Souchard, the incredible mentalist, guessed my pin number on a mat on the James Corden show, and I had to change my card. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how the hell he did that, and I don't want to know. Um, but I, 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 you know, I love magic. I love mystery and wonder, and you know, why do we feel this way? You know, it's just that's what makes life, you know, more exciting.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I think there's a fundamental mystery in music. I mean, we, we find in traces of ancient civilizations when when human beings were just struggling to eat and survive. We found traces of, of primitive instruments. So clearly this was a priority from the earliest days when we were just trying to live. And it's, it's amazing. It's so cool. It's so important. It's so, so important. So that's that's why this whole piano party thing's important to me. You know, just because it's, it's just hanging out in a different way. It's It's using music to, just to bring us together. That's all it is. Right on. I the last couple of years, I feel like you know, in times of, of stress, I've been I've been listening to music that I haven't listened to in decades. I call it musical comfort food. Have you been doing that too? Stuff that just like returns me to a different time, different place in my life. Have you been doing that? You know, I, I, yes and no. I've been working so hard on my own music that I, you know it's rare that I actually sit down and listen to stuff. But but sometimes I'll go down that rabbit hole and. Yeah, man. Like you just start listening to stuff. I was talking to my sister about a song that um, Gordon Lightfoot song, If You Could Read My Mind. And, oh. you know, I, I hadn't heard that. Like the last time I heard it was out of a car stereo in, you know, 1974. On an eight track. Yeah. On an eight track. Yeah. So, you know, you put headphones on and you look like, oh, my God. First of all, you hear things you 
didn't know were there because the the quality is better now. Yeah, At least, you know, yeah, with headphones and stuff, but it's like, whoa, like immediately, it's like a time ca- capsule. You know, you go down that that rabbit hole and start listening to stuff. It's just amazing. Man, that is a, that is a great track. I mean, that's. I hope that's something that comes with some of your your uh, hangout sessions on uh, Piano Party too. I mean, just swapping, you know, music to check out and stuff. Like a lot of people probably don't don't know that song. I mean, well, that's- the cool thing about the metaverse, because this notion of decentralization and and everybody kind of being a part of it, this is going to evolve. This is this series over time is going. The breadth of it is going to increase. There's going to be all different kinds of offshoots that I wouldn't even be able to predict because a lot of it's going to be driven by the members of the community. So although I'm starting in a very basic way at some point, I mean, I have specific ideas about where it's going to go, but there's, you know, this community will organically grow and and provide, um, you know, whatever the community itself wants. So that's what I'm excited about to see, like in the first, what I call lanyap session, which Lanyap means bonus in where I come from in the world. And to see what folks are saying, like, oh, we really like this, but would you show us this? Or there's no way to know that because if if I'm a teacher and I'm teaching one person, immediately I can see what the relationship is. But on Piano Party, I don't know who's going to be watching. You could be five years old. You could be 95 years old. You could play a little bit. You could have never played. So I have to learn, you know, who this is for. So I'm excited to see it evolve. I meant to mention this earlier. The the name Neutral Ground, um, I mean, has a wonderful double meaning, but it means something personal to you and, and where you're from. Can you tell me a little bit how you, you landed on that title? Yeah, sure. So I was trying to come up with some type of platform where a whole bunch of people could just get together and love each other and, and celebrate all the things that we love. Some of the things I love are music and Food, like I love to smoke barbecue. Um, I love traveling, you know, whatever it is, you know, recipes or family or whatever it is. And so I created the, the Neutral Ground, which is this online, free, you know, brand new, immersive social experience. And on the Neutral Ground will be lots of different things. Among those things will be piano party and uh, things that I can't talk about yet, but a lot of different content, shows and music and hangouts and all this. So I was trying to think of a name for it. And I wanted to name it something that meant something to me. In New Orleans, a median, that grassy strip between two streets, is called a neutral ground. And that comes from the 1800s. Um, One of the earliest meanings of that was Canal Street, where on one side of Canal Street, you had one type of people, as they were referred to in that day. And on the other side of Canal Street, you had another type of people. There were the French Creoles on one side and the Anglo-Americans on the other side. And they had this area where once in a while they would come together and trade. And that was called a neutral ground because they didn't particularly get along. Well, that stuck. And any grassy median in New Orleans is called a neutral ground. And my wife always thought she could never understand it because I say neutral ground. So she thought it was like neutra, like almost like a nutria rat. And a lot of people say neutral ground. They put the emphasis on ground. But if you go to New Orleans and say, hey, I'll meet you on the neutral ground, that's where you watch a Mardi Gras parade or that's, you know, where... Have a picnic. Picnic or whatever. Depending on the neutral ground, you can do lots of different things. But essentially, it's a median. 
But I thought, well, that name means something to me. And it's also a place where we're all the same. This, this Zoom call I had the other day with all of these members of this Discord community on Neutral Ground, one woman was driving to her daughter's fourth surgery. That was a tiny little girl, like two years old. You'd see this woman walking on the street, you know, nice lady, wouldn't think anything. Little would you know that she's got this child that's suffering so immensely and consequently she's suffering and the little girl's brother's suffering. And like she came on a neutral ground to to just be together, you know, and that really knocked me back because all of us have stuff. And on a neutral ground, anything that's weighting you down doesn't, it's a place to love, to, to come and be loved. You know what I'm saying? I mean, things that might be burdening you in one part of your life, we, we want to celebrate you. And, that, and that's what I want. And I'm n- neutral with everybody else. I got my own problems. We all have our own problems. But the neutral ground is a, come, a place you come to forget all of that and or to share it and, and be loved for it. And the stories I've been reading on Discord about people and the, the personal struggles they're going through, it's like, come, come with us. Come, come be with us. We're going lo- to love you. We're not going to accept you. We're going to love you. You know what I mean? It's not like, okay, we understand that things about you are different than me. So we're going to accept. No, no, no. We love you wholeheartedly. Come be with us. Let's talk about the things that we love and the things that bring us together. So that's, that's what the neutral ground is all about. That is absolutely beautiful. That is an incredible project. I am so glad you're putting this out into this world. I think that is an absolutely amazing thing. Because one more thing I'll say, we live in a very divisive time. <laughs> I mean, nobody really wants to talk about politics anymore because you know it's there's going to invariably be some kind of argument or whatever. I mean, that's great that we think different things. But in our totality, we're so much more than that. And And for something like that to keep us from loving each other, talking to each other. I don't ever remember a time in my life where things were so on edge. Like, you know, a lot, you know, everybody kind of wants to shy away from, from dialogue about this stuff. The, the neutral ground is not a place for that. There are places for that and there should be places for that. But this is not a place where you come to argue politics or religion. This is a place you come with your set of beliefs and they are to be respected. And, and it's amazing what happens when you actually listen, <laughs> really listen to someone. You might actually learn a little something. You may not agree with it, but you might say, oh, okay, I never really understood it like that. And that's what makes it great. It's not like in New Orleans, we weren't raised to be colorblind. We were raised to see the beauty in our differences. We're not all the same. We're, we're, we're a melting pot. This country is a melting pot. New Orleans is a melting pot. So there's different cultures that come together and we celebrate that. That's, that's what the, the neutral ground is. Well said. I, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. My, my last question, uh, touched on this a little bit earlier, it's been an incredibly challenging last two years, incredibly difficult. Has it taught you anything new about yourself? Have you learned anything new about yourself in the last two years? <laughs> Um, that I need to work harder to be a better person, um, that I'm driven to be a better husband, a better dad. Um, if I want to live on the highest level of existence that I can live, 
I need to love more. I need to have more humility in my life. Um, I need to listen more um, because everything's quiet, you know, during the, the pandemic. You know, it's, it's craziness in the world. But when you're alone by yourself, you know, you really have a chance to think, you know, how, how can I use this opportunity, opportunity to, to make myself better? You know, um, there's no distractions, you know, at least there weren't for, for a long time. How can I become a better musician? You know, how can I, what can I do? And, and uh, along the way, you know, I learned that I can, I can definitely work on all of that stuff. And, and I'm glad I had a chance to reflect and think about it. We're all works in progress. <laughs> you right. You got that right. Oh, Harry, thank you so much for your time today. And most importantly, your music it is such an honor to speak to you. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Jordan. And you need to write that song, man. Let's go. I'll try. All right. Here we go. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Redwood Forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.